What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of True Talks with Coach Trent. Uh, you know who it is. It's your favorite preaching life coach. And I am so excited to be here with you once again. So you know I got my favorite uh, drink of choice. It's coffee. Yes, kiss me. I'm caffeinated. <laughs> and so I am excited. Uh, you guys know I, I drink coffee uh, whether it's morning, afternoon, late at night. So you can never know when I'm in the studio because I'm always drinking coffee or water. Uh, I am not a soda drinker. <laughs> For those that know, I, I love coffee. Uh, I like sweet tea as well, uh, but I am more of a water and a coffee drinker. No sugar in the coffee, so I can definitely drink it black, but I do like flavored creamer. Um, but today I'm having... Uh, a definitely a big cup of coffee and we're ready to rock and roll uh, today. And so I'm so excited that you all have tuned in to another episode of Truth Talks with Coach Trent. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. I also want to say, you know, I believe in there is strength in the connection. So stay connected. You know, that is the model here. That's the model with everything that I do. Uh, and so I could not do this if you all were not subscribed. So thank you for subscribing, for following. We got some new things on the horizon. We're working on some things with our production team. And so we got some good things coming. So you all make sure you stay tuned, stay linked in so you don't miss a beat. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. Link together, L-Y-N-C, Love Your New Creation, the letters for Love Your New Creation. L-Y-N-C, the number two, together. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you type link together in, you will find us. Our website is linktogether.org. So any services and things you need provided to you in the community, hit us up. If you, need to, if you have any questions, want to be on the show, uh, info at linktogether.org and someone from the team will get you linked in. Uh, you can follow me, Coach Trent Lamar. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok, Coach Rev Trent, uh, all those things. So you can find me, uh, get plugged in, connect with me. I would love to talk to you, love to get to know you and just be surrounded by beautiful souls, beautiful energy and, you know, find out what we can do to better uh, build this community and make it a, a profitable place where we all have equity and in our lives and in what we do. Listen, I have been, uh, man, just so wrapped up in this episode. I was in production. I started meditating and then I said, nope, I don't want to talk about that. You know, we've been dealing with love and emotions and <laughs> all these things over the last month. Um, I had a wonderful show with Miss Love Doctor out in Vegas uh, and we had an awesome, awesome, awesome show. So shout out to her. Thank you for that. We got some more stuff on the horizon coming up. So you all stay tuned in um, and stay linked in so you don't miss that. And then at Bridge Builders Arlington here in Texas, my pastor, you know, oh my goodness, we've been talking about love at first sight. And that has just shifted my entire life. I can't even tell you all the way. So I hope that you are following my that ministry, excuse me, my church on YouTube and on Facebook, man, go back and watch the series. I'm telling you, it is going to change your whole life as it re relates to love, um, which leads me to this conversation today. You know, I have always uh, been a lover, had a big heart, and my heart has really oftentimes, more often than not, got me in trouble. And I don't know about you, you know, 
does your heart get you in trouble? You know, do you tend to love folks uh, super hard? Do you tend to, you know, uh, give out more than you get in return? You know, things like that. But dealing with this love series and hearing different perspectives from different folks on love, and even as a counselor, as a as a preacher, as a minister, as a life coach, excuse me, as someone who works with folks um, in relationship and things like that, um, you know, we still deal with our own humanistic side. So I'm still a human. I deal with grief. I deal with pain. I deal with emotions, right? This is truth talk. So we got to be transparent and keep it real. And for a long time, I didn't really think about the errors that I made in love or whether it was platonic, romantic, dealing with family, you know, kids, whatever. Um, I didn't think about those things. And I was never really challenging myself to go back and look at even the blueprints of what I had to show me certain things. Um, and then looking at how other people was loving me based on the blueprints that they had. And a lot of times in relationships and situationships, we don't realize that people mishandle us or do certain things to us based on, you know, what they know, what they've seen, what they've been around. Um, I know I tell a lot of people when I'm talking to them, I'm meeting, whether I'm public speaking, whether I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one session or whatever the case may be, you know, it's important to know someone's background. It's important to know where someone's been what they've been through so that you understand why folks move a certain way, uh, why things matter to them a certain way, why things trigger them a certain way. And I've learned a lot about love um, in my study, in my private time, but even more so on, on last month, just been challenged to really deal with love, dig deeper into it, dig deeper into self to become more aware of how uh, I love people, um, how I allow love to guide me, and then how I allow folks to love on me. Because you do know you don't have to accept just any type of love, right? You do know that just because someone says they love you, if they're not loving you properly, you don't have to just take it. You do know that there is a right and a wrong way to love somebody, not just a song, <laughs> But there is a right and wrong way to love somebody. You, you do know that individuals have the ability to love you their way, but they can also learn to love you the way you need to be loved. And there's times in our lives where we focus more on loving people our way than learning to love them the way they need to be loved. And often it's because we tend to love people from the place in which we want to be loved. We tend to, when we deal with even love languages, and um, I'm not going to get back into that this week, but when we start dealing with those areas, um, we tend to give off what we want to receive. Um, even in our brokenness, um, even in our neediness, in the areas that we need, in the areas of our pain and our trauma, uh, those areas, our insecurities, things of that nature. And so this time, you know, I've been just really digging and, you know, having to really identify different areas of my life that have been challenging for me um, when it came to parenting, when it came to 
my children, when it came to my relationships, when it came to uh, friendships, when it came to ministry, when it came to business partnerships, all of those things. Um, and it, it may not have been directly affected with me saying, I love you, but it did have to deal with love and loyalty and trust and all of those factors that I believe deal with different levels of love, whether it was on the agape level or, you know, the next level and things of that nature. So I think that sometimes our feelings and emotions, they all, you know, run hand in hand. And when we don't understand what we've been through and understand how things have affected us, it will make us respond to people and situations a certain way. Would you agree? And so I wanted today to kind of talk about um, just different situations and scenarios. You know, for me uh, personally, you know, being raised by my grandmother versus being directly raised by my mother. Uh, a grandmother's love is different than a mother's love. Many of you know, you know, if you if you the first grandchild, people will say, oh, you get spoiled because you're the first grandchild versus the ninth grandchild. Right. So. If you that grandchild that was raised by the grandmother, even though I wasn't the oldest grandchild, I was probably the one that was closest to my grandmother because I lived in her house with her. The other ones would come by. Uh, they would come, you know, a weekend here, a weekend there or see her at the holiday. But I, I spent time in the house. So I got to see all the recipes. I got to be in the kitchen. I got to you know, see the aches and pains. So my grandmother became ill as she got older. I knew what to do for her where others didn't know. And so from a trust standpoint, my grandmother had a lot more trust in me than she had in other people. You know, I could go to the store and she would give me her, her wallet, her credit cards and things like that. Keys to her car and and she would she would know if she gave me a list and told me to go to the store and get these things and handed me cash, I wasn't going to take her change and, and not bring it back. Where if she may have sent someone else, they may have bought something that she didn't say or they didn't know that, well, if they don't have Folgers coffee, you can get me Maxwell House. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you better get a small can because I really drink Folgers because I knew by being in her home. These were the things that she liked. And I think that sometimes when people don't know your history, they judge that. And so so for that reason, I wasn't in my mother's house. But then I can be connected to someone who is super close to their mother and so much so that they can be 40 years old in a relationship and they're super codependent on their mom. And then I say to them, hey, you got to learn to be independent. You know, you, you, you're leaning on your mother too much. And that could be related to them. Oh, you just mad because you and your mom not close. Right. And it's not anything to do with me and my mother not being close because I had someone that mothered me. I had someone that nurtured me. I had someone that loved on me. But I'm trying to stress to an adult that. At 43, <laughs> your mother shouldn't still be paying your phone bill, right? At 43, you should be able to let your mother live. You should be taking her some groceries. 
Amen. <laughs> but so you got to be careful. And I think this is where this this love series has really got me to thinking because because one of the things we learned was to watch and be aware of how people interacted with different levels of love, different relationships, be aware and be cognizant, if you will, of how folks handled other areas of love in their life, other relationships, and so that we would be able to understand how they addressed and dealt with us. And so if you mishandle everybody else in your life, how could I dare think you would be able to come to me and handle me right? And I've always told people, you know, if you can't honor, you know, your mother and your father and, you know, your own family, how can you come over here and honor me and my family? If you dis if you're dishonorable towards your mother and your father and then we get married, there's no way you're going to be able to honor my mother and my father. You know, you, you can't you can't do something more for me. This is my belief. This is coach. You know, you can't you can't love me more than you love yourself. Where there's some people that will that will pour into you a lot more than they will pour into themselves. But it could be because they have a need that they're trying to fulfill within themselves. Because I know even from my heart. As as coach (laughs) and this gets me in trouble, too, you know, the coach in me. I often do, you know, want for other people a lot more for them than they want for themselves. But I'm not going to neglect myself trying to get it for them, if that makes sense. I'm not going to put myself in harm's way for that person to get it. Now, I might push them. I might say, hey, listen, you know, I see purpose on your life. I see, you know, I see a plan. I see we can get this. You know, I see we can go after that. And I'm I'm seeing it for that person and I want them to get it. But that person just has no drive, no ambition. They don't have no no wherewithal to go after it. And I'm steady trying to come on, come on, come on. And so for me, that's where it comes into play, where I want something more for somebody than they want for themselves. I want them to win, but they just don't have it in them. I want them to go, but they just they they sitting in neutral and I'm pushing on the gas and we just ain't going. They sitting in park and I'm like, let's go and drive. And so that's a different situation. But again, you know, another scenario, you know, this person has nine kids and they don't take care of none of their kids, but they get with me. And I got three kids and we supposed to blend our family. Now, if they got nine that they don't take care of, how are they going to get over here and take care of these three? And it's not to judge anybody, but it's it's to pay attention to their love and how they move in love. It's to pay attention to how they navigate in relationships. You know, I would tell, you know, someone dating, you know, being with me, even though my mother didn't raise me. I didn't live with her, you know, my whole life. Now, I live with my mother during certain periods of my life. But to this day, I don't dishonor my mom. I don't disrespect her. I I may have distanced myself to still honor her, right? But I would tell anyone, if I dishonored my mother or disrespected her, you should you should wonder 
something about my honor and my love. My mother still gets calls from me. Mother's Day, she still gets something from me. You know, Christmas, things like that. Not because I'm trying to butter up, but there's no blood on my hands. You know, I can't I can't question her reasoning for what she did almost 40 something years, 40 something years ago. You know, her decision 40 something years ago. I'm, I'm a grown man now. Right. And and at this stage of the game, you know, I'm somebody's father. I don't have time to be sitting here harping over that. And so to dishonor her or mistreat her because of it, it's not going to make her feel no way. So I love her in spite of. I honor her in spite of. Because honoring her is what blesses my life. You know, there's a blessing in honor. There's a blessing in, in, in being honorable. And that's not the only reason that I honor her. But I recognize the principle in and and not dishonoring her right and so and still loving her i recognize what that does for me it takes the weight off of me there's no there's no weight on me for being angry and being miserable every day because i'm upset and so it's easier to love <laughs> and forgive and move past it does it hurt absolutely because there's a difference between a wound and, 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 you know, and you having a wound and then the scar, right? When I first got injured, there's a puncture wound. There's a wound there. It's open. And it I, need, I need wound care. I need to treat that wound. But as time heals, the wound then turns into a scar. And so there's a visible scar there that reminds me of what happened. But the scar no longer feels the way it felt when the wound, when I first was inflicted with the wound. And so I think as time goes on, we need to learn how to move from wound, wounded to having a scar. Because although there's scars, we don't forget what we've been through, but we have a scar as a testimony to say we've made it through. <clears throat> Excuse me. So for me, yeah, there's there's definitely a scar there. There's definitely, you know, because we don't we don't forget. We don't forget. You know, we forget, but we don't forget. So we know what we've been through, but there's not a wound there anymore. It's been I've been through wound care. I've I've treated the wound. I've been I've prayed. I've 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 asked God to help my heart. I've said, Lord, patch it up. You know, give me the tools and the strategies. And for some folks, that may be therapy. For some folks, that may be medication. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'll be honest. Uh, there's some folks that have medicated. There's some folks that have 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 drank. There's some folks that got high. You know, there's some folks that have tried so many different things to deal with what those wounds were. Because in, in dealing with love, you know what they say was the songwriter said emotions make you cry sometimes. Right. And so when we start dealing with love and and pain and emotions and feelings, a lot of things come up. And there are wounds that become open. And then you start opening up things you didn't even know existed when you start dealing with these areas. And so it is very important that you take the necessary steps 
to deal with those things. And for some people, don't deal with it alone. For me, as much as I work with folks and and, and, and am a, a certified life coach and I help people, I also make sure that I stay in a coaching program. I also make sure that I see a therapist because I recognize in my own life that I also need to sit down with somebody, right? Even if on that day, I don't got nothing to talk about, I still make sure, hey, I'm just here in case for one moment something comes up. Because we are never above receiving services. We're never above receiving help. We're never above receiving assistance. That's one of the main reasons why I wanted to get into Truth Talks. Because everyone needs an outlet. People need a place to come be honest, be open, and share their truth. And for some people, they would say, hey, I want to talk about this, but I don't want people to know it's me. Can you talk about this subject? Can you bring this up? Can you shed light on that? And some of the topics we're going to talk about this year, it's definitely going to do that. In fact, not the next show, but the show after that, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, um, but a topic that someone wants to talk about. And so we're going to, we're going to talk about it here, you know? And so again, if you need resources, if you need to talk about it, get the help that you need. Because love, you know, it, it's it's a it's a thing, you know. We're gonna talk about divorce, being remarried, you know, falling in love with the wrong person. You know, how do you stay married to the right person in the wrong season? You know? How do you stay married to the right to the right person in the wrong season? Did you move too fast? So, yes, this is the person you're supposed to be married to. But y'all supposed to take y'all time and y'all rushing and y'all did this. And so you got married prematurely. Y'all didn't build the foundation. And so now the first first three to five years of your marriage was horrible. And so y'all already filing for divorce. But it's the right person. Just the wrong season. And so love is is definitely this. Like I said, this series, I'm telling you, has really changed my perspective on a lot of things. But it also challenged me to upgrade my thinking. It also challenged me to to grow in areas. You know, I'll be honest. There were some people that I needed to have conversations with and say, man. There was a moment that we had, I could have done this different. How many of us know when we do something wrong and we actually go back and say, hey, hey, friend, hey, so-and-so, you know, I mishandled that moment that, that we had. I, I should have said this that way. I could have said this that way. How many of us know how to tell someone, hey, the way you're talking to me, I don't like that. And since you require me to talk to you with a certain level of respect, I need you to talk to me with that same level of respect. Or, hey, you know, you tell me how to love you. I'm telling you this is how I need to be loved. So this, 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 this talk has really helped me really put things in different compartments. And I'm hoping that it will challenge you to put things in proper perspective. 
it is definitely okay to forgive folks, but not forget what they did to you. But don't hold a grudge. It is definitely okay to challenge yourself to love people differently and correctly, but to also challenge yourself to accept the love you deserve. Don't just tolerate the type of love people are trying to give you. Make sure that it's authentic and it's what you are deserving of. Make sure that you are first not requiring from anyone what you are not willing to give them first. That is probably one of the greatest assets or comments that I heard or gained from this series. Don't require from someone what you're not willing to give. Don't ask someone to be gentle with your heart and you're being aggressive or careless with theirs. Don't ask someone to hold your hand through a process and take baby steps and you're running a marathon with them. Don't ask someone to listen to you when you're over-talking them. Don't ask someone to be mindful of areas in your life that were painful when you're not mindful of areas in their life that are triggering. We have to be careful when we are demanding and requesting and requiring things from folks that we are not willing or even capable or even in the position to give. Because I'll be honest, there are some things that people need from me that I am just not in a position to give. There are things that people want from coach that I'm just like, right now where I am in my life, I just can't do that. And that's okay. If people are asking you for certain things and you just can't give those things to them, be honest about it. Yo, what you need from me, I ain't got that for you right now. But what I can do is this. I think people will respect that a lot more when you say to them, what you need from me, I can't do, but I can do this. Because then you allow people to decide if what you're offering is what they'll accept. But when we're not honest and people need something and we pretend that we can accommodate that and we can compromise and we're going to commit to that level of covenant and then give them something and then we don't meet up to it and we don't meet those expectations, then we start having issues. Then we start having disagreements. Then it's like, well, you said you could do this. And then when you don't meet up to it, now you're the bad guy. When all along, you knew in that first conversation, you couldn't meet that person's expectations. You knew you couldn't meet their needs from the beginning. And I think if a lot more of us could just talk about what we're able to give in areas of love, sustainability, financially, sexually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, when it comes to quality time, all of those areas, if we're able to be more honest 
with our friends, our lovers, our family, our ministries, and just say, this is with what's within my capacity, we would have a lot more sustainable relationships. But individuals are afraid of saying what they cannot do for fear of losing people for what they can do. When in actuality, if we're honest about what we can do, people are like, okay, well, you can do that. Fine. Take care of that. And we'll find somebody who can do this. But when you come to the table saying you can do all these things, you make me feel like no one else needs to do them. And that's not just in relationships that are romantic. This is platonic relationships. This is business partnerships. This is in ministry. This is in every area of your life. So if you know that you cannot meet those situations or you cannot meet those expectations, it behooves you to be honest about it from the beginning. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't set yourself up to let yourself down and then let someone else down that you claim to love. Because in the end, you're really only hurting yourself. And then you have more pain to deal with, more problems to deal with, more explanations to explain. And it, it just it just sends a whole, you know, can of worms and you don't need that. Just be honest from the get go. Say what you can do. Say what you can't do. And everybody be happy. In the end, just be honest. Y'all know me. It's truth talks. Just keep it 100. Either you can or you can't. Either you will or you won't. Either you're going or you're not. God made things so simple. Left or right, up or down, in or out. You're going around or you're coming under, right? So I hope this was uh, enlightening for you all. I just wanted to kind of recap on love. We're taking a twist this month. It is March and you all know uh, Transgender Day of Visibility is at the end of this month. But we're going to do some things very special this month as it relates to the transgender population. Uh, there's so many wonderful things that take place in the month of March, but I am going to uh, specifically focus on those things. And so I just want to thank all of you again, all of my listeners, all of you that are following. Listen, do me a favor, uh, you know, comment, like, tag, share, invite folks to come listen to the podcast, share the information. Again, we're on all major streaming platforms, uh, anywhere you can find us, Truth Talks with Coach Trent, we're there, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeart.com, I mean, we're everywhere uh, you can find us. You can also, again, send us a message at info at linktogether.com. Org. If you would like to be a part of the show, if you have a topic, if you have a question, if you need clarity on something that we talked about, uh, if you need services, go to the website or you can DM us on Instagram or Facebook and someone will definitely get you linked in. Again, as always, it is definitely a pleasure to spend time with all of you. And if nobody told you they love you, know that I do. Wrap your arms around yourself. Give yourself the biggest hug in the world. And know that it's the greatest one you'll ever get because you got it from yourself. And you are now free to love your new creation. Listen, y'all stay up. It's been great. It's a blessed day out here. And I just can't wait to talk to y'all all again. Until then, be kind to yourself and stay connected because it's strengthening connection. I'm out. Peace.